0: Hey guys, this is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is Joy and Claire. This episode is sponsored by Ned, the makers of our favorite CBD products. That's helloned.com. The discount code is GGW. You can support our great podcast by supporting our wonderful sponsors. Ned, helloned.com, discount code GGW. For those new listeners, that's an homage to our past discount code. So please support the podcast and their great products. You can find out All about them at helloned.com and hear their great story.
1: And we love them as a company, as a brand. If you guys, I mean, every single person has heard of CBD. There's a lot going on about it right now. A lot of controversy, a lot of questions. You know, is it effective? What's going to happen with the FDA? Is it legal? CBD is legal. Um, No matter where you are in the country, you can purchase CBD products. The thing that we really love about supporting NED is that we know that they are a local company, local to Colorado, that they use sustainable farming practices. Their hemp farm is on the western slope of Colorado. And the thing about hemp, as we've been talking more and more about sustainability the last couple of weeks, hemp is a crop that is very very regenerative, it pulls toxins out of the soil, it actually makes the soil that it's on healthier in a lot of ways. And it is really purifying for the area that it's in. So hemp is just a really great crop to be supporting through all the different products. And but it also means that growing hemp incorrectly has a huge array of just missed opportunities. And so if you're buying a hemp product, you want to know where it's coming from. You want to know that the company behind it has integrity. You want to know that they want what's best for their product and their customers. And Ned is 100% that. This is a totally mission-backed company. The founders, we've met them. We've had lunch with them. They're fantastic. Joy put soup on her chicken while we were talking mm-hmm. with them. They were if cool you didn't, with it. If you,
0: didn't hear, <laughs> if you didn't hear that story, that was a GGW episode. Not to be missed. So good luck with finding that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great story, but, but they came to our episode three hundred yes. party, and it was great. I mean, they're just good people, and the chapsticks are fabulous. So please support us. GGW is that discount code at hellonet All right, what a week! It's been a week, and I, you know, we're we're very cliche with the January goes on forever because I've been seeing that all over the place, and I'm like, okay, this is this is an example where I'm like, if you give attention to it, it makes it worse.
1: <laughs> it's just.
0: But really I just feel like it's on. so
1: true. Yeah. Like it's earlier, true.
0: it's true. But by it's the time you guys here. hear
1: this, guys, it'll only be one more day left of January. Yeah. But wait, there wait, have been, wait,
0: wait! That can't be true. Yeah, That's when they're going to
1: hear this on the thirtieth, and the thirty-first mm. is the final <gasps> day of January. <gasps> Whoa!
0: How did that happen? Yes. <laughs>
1: right, you expect it like, to drag on for so long, and then finally I it, it does end.
0: Like, I, I thought for sure we had another two weeks left.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're almost there. We're in the home stretch. So congratulations, oh, you've almost made it.
0: Congratulations. We did it. All right, we for did it. all of you who are just hanging on for dear life, I'm noticing those small little minutes of extra sunlight and it's making me very happy. So, here we are. Um, but yeah, I think it's um, it's been a weird day. You know, I think not to be a downer, but we just found out, you know, on the news that Kobe Bryant passed away and his daughter and this is something that I'm like Whenever these weird freak accidents happen, it just, I think everyone can kind of relate to just being thrown off the rocker and just your heart goes out to the family, of course, and I don't want to be like dragging on. It's just kind of like a cliche thing of like, of course, this is a devastating thing. But I mean, we just literally found out about it like an hour ago before we hit record. So I'm in this headspace of just kind of processing all of those. It's it's a celebrity, but it's also kind of like this the reminder that we are not here for a long time. And I... I just have to kind of preface that, the headspace that I'm in right now. It's just so sad. It's just so sad. Like I walked in, I this sounds so silly. I walked in from a massage and Scott's like, did you hear about Kobe? And I was like, what, what, what? Um, and we're not like, you know, Scott's a huge basketball fan. I'm not. I, you know, know people, of course, everyone knows Kobe and he's like, Kobe passed away. And I was just like, what? It's one of those things where you just can't wrap your head around it. Like when you find out Michael Jackson died, or when you find out, you know, the, the um, Princess Diana died, like you find out the prince died, those, those celebrities that mean so much to you. I think people have like ra- reactions similar to like when you lose a family member because of what they mean to you. And I think that's just kind of like what he stands for. And so my little sensitive heart is just processing a lot of emotions for like all the people that were affected by him and that he inspired. And um, I went on the internet reading some of the news articles. And of course, you see the most horrible people of the internet surface. And that just adds another layer of sadness I have for his family or whenever celebrities pass away, that they have to kind of go through another layer of grieving because everyone else gets to weigh in on that person. And that's just, it's so unfair. It's so unfair. And they should not have to deal with that on top of losing a brother, a husband, a sister. You know what I mean? It's just, oh. So sorry to like start on a really deep note, but I just, that stuff just really bothers me when I see, I mean, I'm not even going to repeat what I read, but it was just so insensitive. And like, there's really mean people out there
1: that just, they're just mean. Why are people mean? I know that would be really hard to go through something and have to like that. That's so personal and intense. And more or less, like you have to do it publicly to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it'd be a lot.
0: And it's, it would be. Yeah. So I just, that's, that's just so sad. So if you were a Lakers fan or a Kobe fan, and you're just, you're processing all those feelings of what he meant to you, uh, I'm thinking of you because it's it's just devastating. And one of those really tragic freak accidents that you hope. Mm-hmm never happens um right. okay so just wanted to acknowledge that
1: <sighs> yeah and then I it. had so as I was driving home I was like am I going to talk about this in the podcast but we had a big couples therapy session this morning and I you know I'm not going to go into detail about the whole thing but I think it's just I like bringing it up to normalize mm-hmm. that couples who aren't in crisis still can go to couples therapy sure and so but as you guys all know talking about my feelings is not my favorite thing. So I'm also sort of like, okay, let's talk about like some fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about some fun let's stuff. Let's some fun stuff. So I thought we could start out with some would you rathers. Okay. That I posted on our Instagram last a couple of days ago. So a couple like at this point, like almost two years ago, I got in a big kick of doing would you rathers all the time on our yeah. Instagram stories. And I want to bring it back because they're so fun and people love them so much.
0: They are really fun. Okay. It's a good little brain teaser.
1: It is. So here's like four or five of them. Would you rather be the smartest person in the world or the richest? Smartest. I think I'd rather be the richest. And I, and here, I would have said smartest, except so many people wrote in and they were like, okay, I thought about this and I'm already not the smartest person in the world and I'm okay with that. And I think I'd rather just have a lot of money and like keep my current amount of intelligence. And other people were like, I don't want to be the smartest person in the world because then everyone else would seem so dumb. But then there were people who said, well, I would be the smartest person in the world because I think if you were the smartest person in the world, you would figure out how to get rich. Mm-hmm. So I think I would pick rich because I don't know. I but just if feel you're like being rich and dumb,
0: I don't know. Well, but that's it- the
1: thing. I don't feel like I'm currently dumb. Like I wouldn't give up my current mm-hmm. intelligence. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Would you rather... Only age from the neck up or the neck down, and we are talking about physical aging only.
0: Okay, age up, age up, age from the neck up or the neck, age only from the neck up or age only from the neck down. Like, yeah, I gotta
1: think about that. Like, would you rather that like your face stay young but your body get old, or the other way around? <laughs> so
0: weird. Um, that's a really hard one. I Probably think the the neck down. I'd really, only- wait. I'd only want an age from the neck up. Yeah. So yeah. my body stays same. So my body young. stays the same and like my joints yeah. don't give out. And my joints kind of just but stay then, fit as a fiddle.
1: Right. Because somebody was like, well, I would pick the neck up because then I would know that like my, you know my like memory wouldn't go and that kind of thing but i don't think we can guarantee that this is more of like structural structural and aesthetic right
0: i love when people take would you rathers and start going off on all these yeah, tangents like, what about, about this or they'll like, message us for like but da and we're like you're missing the point just
1: pick an answer i don't i like it when people write in and they're like well <laughs> but now i'm thinking about like xyz and people who like really think about it the thing that drives me nuts is when people write in and they're like neither oh like, i hate that that's literally not that's how literally would you rather works yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, I hate that. Don't ever say. Don't ever write us and say neither because yeah. you're not like, playing. You're, you're not, not playing. In, That's not how not the game works. In, yeah,
1: none of us. None of us want like either to have scissors right. for hands or like, <laughs> you know, whoopee cushions <laughs> for feet. But we have to pick one. <laughs> I mean, like, this is not a great scenario. Right? for either exactly. one. It's the whole point of the dilemma. Yeah. Um, okay. Would you rather? And this, this was. Um, I met a listener at Roots um, the other week at a workout, and she was like, I have a would you rather for you. Oh, cool. Would you rather never have to eat again or never have to sleep again? And the caveat is that y- you could do either if you wanted, but it wouldn't be necessary. Okay. Because say, some people are it, like...
0: Say it one more time. Would I'm you having rather a hard time processing these I know. today.
1: Would you rather <laughs> never have to eat again or never have to sleep again? but you you could if you wanted cuz some people are like well but i love food like i you know i wouldn't want to just never be able to eat again or some people are like but i love napping like it's my bed is so comfy so you could, if you wanted to, be you wouldn't that, have like, to. does like defeat
0: the purpose of the would you rather? I'm having a hard time. Okay. No. I'm not going to go into Okay. Let's just answer it. I would say never sleep again.
1: I completely agree because I don't mind eating. Well, and here here were the main decision-making things. Sure. brought Sure. Okay. If you never had to sleep again, you would literally double the amount of time in your life that you had to use.
0: 100%.
1: But if everyone else was still sleeping, it wouldn't really make a difference. I mean, yeah, it kind of would, true. but not a lot.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: And if you never had to eat again, think about how much money you would save. Right. But I still think I would pick sleep.
0: I'd probably pick never have to sleep again. Because I'd just i get so much done. I'd get so many Netflix shows watched, so many books listened to.
1: Yeah, you would read a lot of books. Okay. (laughs) Would you rather have to spend a month brushing your teeth with hot sauce or mayonnaise? Assuming no dental health implications. Mayonnaise. I think I would pick mayonnaise also.
0: Mayonnaise just probably is the most like toothpaste consistency okay. so I'd, I'd get used to it hot sauce would be
1: spicy lips for a month spicy I don't lips. think so
0: yeah no no thanks yeah yeah
1: would you rather reread the same five books for the rest of your life or never be able to reread a book again
0: that's a hard one but I'm just going to go with my gut instinct which is to reread the same five
1: books I be- completely agree <laughs> I totally agree. I want to just stick with what I know.
0: Yeah, because if I could never... I mean, I actually do that now. Yeah. And I know you do that with Harry Potter. It's like it's almost like a home base. You just have to go back to the comfort food. I have comfort food books and I have comfort food shows. And I know people have that where I will just put on Mean Girls in the background so I don't have to think about it. I'm like, oh, this is a comforting movie to me. And I have so many books like that that I just have on reserve when I need a mental massage. (laughs) But I just can listen to something comforting.
1: Yeah, I want something that's, that's distracting enough that it keeps me from having to think my thoughts, but not so distracting that I have to like pay close attention.
0: Yeah, Exactly. Which I have so many books that I've half finished for right. that reason, because I just wasn't in the space. But yeah, anyway. All right,
1: this is the last one. Would you rather be able to read Dog's Minds or babies' Minds? <laughs> oh,
0: dog's Minds, of course. I yeah. always want to know what J- JT's thinking or I any totally dog. I'm like, what are they thinking? Yeah. Like the movies where they make it up. I just think it's so cute. Like, or if Doug the dog, you know, like, if that could actually happen. (laughs) So great. So good. Do you you know that Twitter account, Thoughts, or it's actually Instagram too, I think. Thoughts of Dog. Oh, Thoughts
1: of Dog. It's so good. I think I sent that to you like a year year ago. Mm -hmm. Okay, wait, I do have a couple more from earlier, from like long ago that we Mm -hmm. never went over because these are pretty funny. Okay. Okay. Would you rather live in a van or a yacht?
0: A van. I'm so, see- I get so seasick. Yeah, no, me too, 100%. Yeah.
1: Would you rather win your dream home gym or your dream closet? Closet. Uh.
0: Closet, for yeah. sure. Because home gym gets a little claustrophobic for me. I got to get
1: outside. That's fair. Closet. Would you rather live on Mars or in your parents' basement? <laughs> um... Oh my gosh!
0: Parents' basement. Yeah, Who knows definitely. what's going on with Mars. Yeah, Who knows. I don't trust Elon Musk yet.
1: No. Okay. This is a, this is the lesson. Would you rather run into all of your exes at the same time or fart in front of your boss's boss? <laughs> Who made up this one? Me, I did. <laughs> you did. I make up all of these. Oh my god. Okay,
0: say say the first one. Would run you rather run into
1: exes? all of your exes at the same time? Like you walk into a bar and they're all just sitting there turn around and look at you. Oh, or just oh, let one rip in front of your boss's boss. Like you think it's oh, going to be silent and it doesn't enter be, number absolutely, number yeah, absolutely, be-
0: number <laughs> <laughs> absolutely number one. Absolutely number one. Absolutely number one. Absolutely number one. I will run into all of my exes and even the ones that were like one night stands. Sorry, mom, if you're listening.
1: Does Which your mom listen to the podcast? She
0: actually listened and she was like... Um, She texted me last week. She's like, oh, I love all your sustainability tips. I'm like, oh, "Oh, crap. Mom's listening to the podcast. I got to turn it down a little bit, even though I get nervous just talking about anything related to sex.
1: So nervous. (laughs) Instant nervousness. Catholic girl.
0: Um, Anyway, those are really good.
1: I love would you rather's. When's the last
0: time you ran into an ex? Wasn't it like kind of recent for you? Yeah,
1: it happens to me a lot because I grew up here. Right. That's a good Um, point. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's never like, I don't have any like horrible breakup stories or like, you know, I didn't, I don't have any horrible cheating exes or, you know. Yeah. Just although one time I did have an ex follow me to Argentina. Oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I we had broken up like a year before and not even a year, like 6 or 8 months before and I was going to Argentina I was like living in this little town called Brailoche and going to an English school in that town and living with a host family. And one day he just showed up at the school like this could not have been a coincidence. He's like, oh, yeah, I happened to be in the area and wanted to take English lessons. I was like, what? What? (laughs) Not at all. So that was weird
0: that's like my crazy ex-girlfriend show that's yeah. that's exactly what happened okay uh so i i can't think of an ex-boyfriend the only thing i can think of was i had when i was in grad school i had a boyfriend kind of on the outs like it was one of those relationships where we kind of knew it was ending mm-hmm. you just were dragging it on especially because it's long distance and you're like eh, i never see the guy right it doesn't matter i'll do it at some point <laughs> And he was in the military was one of the guys that I met through my brother, uh, Mm -hmm. through the Naval Academy, and which was quite fun back in the day. But when it came serious, and (laughs) I was like, yeah, just, you know, go away. He actually planned a trip to like come out to see me. He's like, Oh, I'm flying over to see you this weekend. And I was just like, Oh, my God. And I had to break up with him or I had to kind of like give him the idea like, hey, this isn't going to go anywhere. Are you sure you want to fly out to see me? Yeah, it's been it's so funny, though, speaking of there's like exes is it's been I was thinking I think about this a lot because I've been married for so long. I mean, whatever person I dated a, I never am in touch with that person. Most people in Denver that I dated are long gone. So it's just not even a po- Actually, I take that back. There is a guy that I dated that actually goes to my gym. and I was uh, going to bring
1: him up. I was like, what about yeah, the guy that I know yeah, you run into regularly? Don't say his
0: name, just in case like anyone from the, <laughs> the gym listens. Because I don't want it to be weird. It's not weird. He's a great guy. And
1: anytime I see him still at the gym, I'm like, And it's not like you guys like seriously n- dated. You like dated for... No. Yeah. Yeah. It
0: was a very brief... Right. Rendezvous.
1: (laughs) But I mean, he's a
0: great, great dude. And I'll still see him at the gym. And I don't think many people know that he's like one of my exes. But anyway, good times. Good good times going back. So speaking of going back, I want to talk a little bit about the show Cheer. And I'm not going to go too far into it because I know you haven't seen it. And I don't think you'll watch it. So I I, I hate talking about things that you haven't seen because it's like, oh, it's not fun. But the premise is really the champions of cheer. I can't remember the exact wording of it, but like the national champions or the greatest cheerleaders of all time are Navarro. And they're in this tiny little town in Texas. And so Netflix did a special, it's like six series, six show series about the cheerleading squad and the coach and how they practice and just kind of the dynamics that come out of that. And it's a really, I when I first saw the, Preview. I'm like, oh, this looks really good just from the preview, and uh, I saved it knowing like this is a show that I absolutely know. The second I dive in, I'm going to binge watch this thing, and there's no turning back. Well, turns out this show is blowing up like crazy. They're probably going to have a second season. You know, SNL did a um, skit about it last night. Like it's a it's a really big deal, but. The thing, I I will say two things, because I was in Dance and Cheer my entire life, when I'm watching this, I'm like, oh, I so remember these days. And these girls are so young. And while everyone's like, I'm loving this show, there's two things that stuck out to me that I was like, absolutely not is the focus on weight and appearance, which, duh, it's dance and cheer. Like, of course that's going to be there. But like they, you know, there's a scene where this girl's taking a scale out of a brand new box and they're all kind of like joking, not joking about weighing themselves. And the camera's kind of getting all of this. And um, the girl actually says her weight, you know, what her weight is, which is insanely low for someone her height and stature. And all I'm thinking this whole time is like, these girls absolutely have disordered relationships with food and exercise and appearance, which in your young 20s, it's kind of going to run rampant. I don't, I mean, there's no escaping that, Um, especially when you're kind of like in the influencer world and all these girls have millions of followers already. And I just got sad because that just, it was bypassed. Everything was bypassed about it, meaning like it wasn't addressed. One of the top girls on this show is really unhealthy and she's got bags under her eyes. She's probably only 22. I'm not like making a judgment about someone's body. I want to be careful when we talk about this stuff. But It's like, she's not well, like you can look at her and they're starting to get injured. And that's the other thing that's driving me crazy. I'm like, and the coach, so I don't know what this coach is saying to these girls behind doors, but she's not even addressing it. She's kind of, she's kind of like this. And I know that's the cheer world is they don't, they don't give you any favors. They don't baby you. You get up, you do it. If you don't do it, someone's waiting for you to do your spot. So it's kind of cutthroat, and I know that's just the culture, but I just don't love that that is on this show where I know millions of young girls are watching this, and those are the things that frustrate me about... Social media that
1: I can't stop because I can't police the internet,
0: but that's yeah, that's what bothered me.
1: You know, it's such like a quintessential like everybody knows that that's such a big part of that right sport that if they had left it out, it would be like okay, you know that they left this out right. So I yeah, I I hear what you're saying, and also I hear that it's like, but like this is a reality. Of it, that is, world. it is
0: absolutely the reality. And I think that's, again, back to the reality show. It's very much a reality show. They're probably going to do another season because it was so popular. And it's a great story. And the characters are truly amazing. That's just the thing that and I forgot the other one I had to it'll come to me later. But I was really bothered by that piece. And I think just the nature of just dismissing that altogether. But I thought it was great. I love the. I mean, otherwise, truly, the people on that show, your heart kind of goes out to them, and you really feel like it's kind of weird. One of the characters, like one of the main cheerleaders, and she's really, really good, and you know, has been cheer- cheerleading her whole life. Her parents are very much like her dad's like a super businessman, so he has helped her kind of. It's one of the, almost like a stage mom and a stage dad, where they've just helped her create this two million follower. Instagram account and dad's very much like, hey, I see this as a business. She's got to take advantage and use it as a business opportunity. And I think some people kind of see that as like, oh, you're just selling out your daughter so she can make money. But do you view that as selling out your daughter or do you feel like that's teaching her business skills? Like, where do you fall? I feel on like that? that's such
1: a slippery slope because, like, in the, I think, When I think about my kids and social media, I have no idea what we're going to do. Yeah, because it's it is such a slippery slope, and we have no idea like what the ramifications of that ramifications that are going to be later in life. You know, are the is this going to be the point where in twenty years are we going to be pulling up presidential candidates' Instagram feeds from high school? Yeah. And saying like, well, you know, we can see that you engaged in underage drinking based on this Instagram post that you put up when you were 16 that, you know, you never thought that this was where you would be. Right. And what's the line there, you know, and, and also like, I follow this account on Instagram called Parenting Safe Children. Mm -hmm. And it's all about like keeping, teaching your kids habits in life and also on the internet to basically keep them from getting sexually abused. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things, you know, that you can help your kids with around like talking about their bodies, who what's okay, what's not okay, you know, setting up different like communication pathways to make sure that other adults aren't trying to take advantage of them or groom them for, you know, being abused. And a big thing that they talk about is like some huge number, some huge percentage way bigger than you would expect of adults have admitted to like finding minors attractive or, you know, having sexual thoughts about minors and whether that is a minor is a 17 year old girl. It's like, is that what you want to put out there? So that's, you know, that's where my mind goes right away is it's like, whether this is a good business move or not, think about the people who are
0: consuming cons- this content, right? Yeah. Consuming this content. And you can't control that. That's you the really can't. You should- yeah. And that's the
1: thing is like that's always been that way. You know, like there's always been magazines, and they, but now it's just so pervasive and anyone it's can do so it. so pervasive. Yeah. And, but also like if you sign your, gir- you your kid up to be on a Netflix documentary about cheerleading, like that ship has kind of sailed. So at that point, you might as well just ride the wave.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But what I can tell is, is going into it, I don't think they knew that it was going to be this popular. It's yeah. very obvious that they had no clue that it was going to blow up the way that it did. And it's just, yeah, it's just, I look at this these kids from almost like a mom perspective where I'm watching these girls because I'm older and I see the age gap where I, I feel I'm 42 and I feel 22 sometimes where I'm like, oh, I just feel so young, but... That watching that show, I'm sitting there going, oh, this kid is from this background. This kid is from this background. These are the things that they're going to have to face. And I don't love that reality shows edit it so much that it kind of makes it go from this like, you know, I had a troubled childhood and now I went through this program and now I'm doing better. That's just not reality. And so what I look at from watching this show and I had a hard time with was just the aftermath of as they get older and your identity is so tied to cheerleading or sport or this show, and then it's over and you haven't yet resolved all the issues that ha- that you had coming into this. I just don't love that about the entertainment world. I don't love that about Hollywood. I don't love that about you're kind of like, what's the word I'm looking for? You're kind of exploiting them. And I know that maybe the you know producers' intentions are definitely not this, but it is kind of like exploiting them for the drama and then just ghosting them and being like, thanks for the show. And then they're kind of left going, wait a minute, now I have to deal with my real life. I mean, it's just, what a what a roller coaster. These are the things that go through my head, when I'm, especially just watching these kids. Well, it, they're so talented and it's so inspiring and it's so cool to see their camaraderie where my mind goes. And maybe it's just, I don't watch a lot of reality shows with like, you know, young 20s, but this is such a cool story. And um, I just worry about them after, I like want to mom them and be like, hey, if you need to talk to someone, just call me. I hope they're okay. I hope y'all are okay. And, um, say i Say y'all because they're in Texas.
1: I think it's hard. It is, you know, it's. I think I feel like reality TV, because reality TV at this point has been popular for. I think it really got popular about fifteen <laughs> years ago, like two thousand five, right? Two thousand four, uh, two thousand five, two thousand six. Like I was, it was like late high yeah. school for me when, like, The Hills, not even The Hills, when, the OC and I mean, Laguna Beach.
0: Of, for me, it was um, Real World. I mean, when right? I, I was mean, Real World's college. been around
1: since the nineties. Yeah. But I think huge. that was the only one for a long time, and then it, it was, was like 2005 yeah. or so when out of no, and then like Survivor got really big, and then right. from there oh my it just God, Survivor, yeah. That was really the first like big, yeah. When new, it, that just
0: kind of blew up on the and scene then and we, right like blew everyone's minds, yeah. And then
1: from there everything was just reality shows after that for like ten years, nothing except yeah. for no more reality shows came out, and like do you remember? I I mean every single I feel like every single new show that came out was a reality show. Like I watched Man vs. Wild religiously. Do you remember that show? I never watched it. It was very I remember the
0: name of it. I'd never watched an episode.
1: The concept was there was this guy named Bear Grylls. First of his literal name was Bear. And he was like a British Navy SEAL, basically. And he they would drop him into the wilderness. And he had three days to find some sort of civilization, whether it was a road or, you know, something. And I mean, he had a camera crew with him. And that was always the thing is I was like, you guys, like, how, how bad can this really be? Because he has a camera crew with him. So he's never really in that much danger as as they make him out to be. Right. And they would often like stage a lot of things so that he could show like if you were to, find a dead washed up seal here's how you would skin it and use its coat for body warmth but like they would stage a lot of that obviously right and so there were a lot of people who were like this isn't real the but it doesn't take away from the fact that he did all that crap on tv exactly. i thought it was really cool and some of his stuff was just super interesting and it was you know i i don't know i thought it was cool did you ever get into the hills
0: or laguna beach or i was very like
1: into that? laguna beach were you yes i loved Kristen cavallari i i only wore nude lip gloss for like three years because of her.
0: Oh my god, nude nude lip gloss. That's yeah, so funny. She was all
1: about nude lip gloss, and um, I also in in the OC. <laughs> no, that no, was not the OC. What was it? Not the Hills. What was before the Hills? The was
0: the, was it the city, or was it was the OC? Wasn't it?
1: Because wasn't the OC OC was, was the, a, OC
0: was not a, was actually actually, actually produced like shit yeah. like with actors. What are was you talking, it? Are you talking about a a reality show?
1: Yeah, was she on? Was it Laguna Beach that Lauren was on?
0: Laguna Beach. Lauren was on the hills, and Whitney was on the city. Because then she went to Whitney went to New York and did the oh
1: okay yeah yeah that's what I'm talking about okay so mm-hmm. Lauren in the so in Laguna Beach Lauren her- yeah Elsie. She uh, she painted her nails white when everyone else is painting their nails black and like I ever I've been painting my nails white now for fifteen years. That just blew your
0: mind. I remember like, when they were pla- painting their nails black and it blew my mind. I yeah. was like,
1: what is this? Is this the thing again? These yeah.
0: goth girls slash who are
1: riding girls. in a limo to the yogurt frozen yogurt store. Oh and, yeah. my gosh, they All were the hills. You know, Laguna, that was Laguna, and I was very, I didn't, I didn't take it, I didn't move over into the hills, I was like their age, mm, so like, okay. Laguna Beach, they were in, high, you know, their senior year, and it was my senior year, and sure. it was a big deal.
0: I think it'd be, be even more fun to watch the hill, or watch Laguna Beach, if you were the exact same age as It
1: then. was, but oh. then it was also like... <laughs> I, I feel like I couldn't go to the hills because not everyone was on the hills.
0: Oh, okay. Like, you didn't like the new characters. And I'm
1: like, what happened to Talon? Yeah. I was on Team Talon. I don't even know where we were going with that. I don't know either.
0: Uh, reality shows. Reality cheer, shows. Cheer. Something like yeah. that. I wanted to ask you a question because we were talking last week about things that make you uncomfortable and watching shows that make you uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, reality shows don't make you too uncomfortable, right? Like no. now, could you watch a reality show?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think I would because I'd be like, you guys are dumb. Oh, Yeah. But, no, it wouldn't make me uncomfortable. I would just probably think it was dumb.
0: Yeah, like Scott and I –
1: I I know you were about to talk about about your Bachelor fantasy league.
0: Well, go ahead. Finish your sentence. I
1: was about to say about The Bachelor. Like, I don't watch The Bachelor, but I love following it because it just makes me laugh so hard. It's so
0: ridiculous. We're almost giving up this season because it's so bad. It's so bad. But it's so bad that we're just going to keep with it because I I love watching Scott laugh at the show, and that's all I love. And so I just – Whenever we start watching it, it makes me laugh. So, But the girls are so dumb. It makes me like, I yelled at the screen the other day. I was like, you're putting us back 20 years. Like, they're just so dumb. They're so dumb. And it makes me think of Pink's song, Stupid Girls, where I'm like, we can do better than this. Come on, girl. Do you
1: think they really are that dumb or do they just edit it to make them seem really dumb?
0: I 100% think. I think there's slight editing, but there are some girls on there that are so dumb that (laughs) it they're
1: making us all look terrible. It make, it, they're
0: making us look real bad. Okay. So, I was going to ask you about the uncomfortable thing. Are you the type of person that could play jokes on people like and not tell them or like throw them a surprise party and not tell them?
1: Yeah, like, cuz I a,
0: play a practical joke. Yeah, because I can't. I am that's one thing I will not do. It makes me so uncomfortable.
1: I can if I know that they will eventually find out because and I think the reason is, like, in that scenario, I'm in charge of the outcome.
0: <sighs> I, I, Those are the situations where I wonder – I was like, I wonder what Claire does in these scenarios because practical yeah. jokes – you know how on Ellen she does that all the time? Or, like, any practical joke oh, show. I can't I'm like,
1: watch those. No, I can't watch <sighs> practical joke shows, like, where she, like, puts them on an earpiece and sends yes. them to the store or something. No, yes. I
0: absolutely cannot watch that. That, that- – that makes me nervous. Yeah. I can't. I'm like the person on the other end they're being lied to and they're going to have – or punked. Yeah. Couldn't, I could never watch those shows. Yeah. I no, I agree. Watch I thought you meant, like
1: me personally. Just, yeah. Like if I personally am doing it, I'm fine with it because then I kind of know what's going on. I can end it if it gets out of hand. I'm in control. And especially like, you know, surprise parties or that kind of thing. Like I don't care. Yeah. But no, I can't watch like the Ellen stuff where she like sends people into the store uh-uh. and it's like – yeah, Those make me so horrible. uncomfortable. No, I agree that so are terrible.
0: so uncomfortable. Do you have any tips that stuck out from our? People really loved our sustainability tips, and I'm really excited about it. I thought for sure some some people would be like, "Wow, well, wow, well, this is kind of boring," but <laughs> I. Found it very helpful. And we had some really good suggestions. Like a lot of people were asking about the wedding dress and donating it to maybe there's a military nonprofit where you can donate your dress to people getting married in the military or donating it to like a high school drama class. Like there's so many good ideas out there that you just don't think about. So I want to thank everybody for sending in their tips and their suggestions. Mm
1: -hmm. And we saved a lot of them on a sustainability highlight on our Instagram profile. So if you go to at Claire underscore, you can find the little blue um, highlight of sustainability. And yeah, people sent in some great ones. There were a lot of good candle companies that people recommended that one of them, they actually send you like a little pot of seeds to plant their seeds. That they send you in the little candle container after the candle burns out. So then it becomes a flower pot. And it becomes a flower pot. That's great. And then um, there was another one where they specifically, they specifically make the candles in glass jars that are meant to be later turned into drinking glasses so they're not like mm-hmm. a weird shape they're like sh- anyway so yeah go check out our highlights because check out our highlights there. a
0: lot of good tips especially around where to donate your clothes i mm-hmm. already ordered my thread up bag to send some clothes to thread up um and either donate or recycle them someone made and a, a few people wrote in about a suggestion to h about h&m and i want to say this quickly that h H&M, and I think there was a documentary, someone wrote in after I, I had posted the tip, and they're like, actually, you might want to do some research about H&M, because they don't, there was something kind of sketchy about their recycling practices. So you just might want to, you might want to research that one, especially if you do the, I think they give you a 15% discount if you bring back recycled clothes. Mm. And here's what I'm thinking about this is like, so they're giving you, no offense if you've done this, I'm not throwing shade, but I just want you to think critically about this is if you're getting 15, 15, percent off for more fast fashion are you really canceling out with recycling some clothes i just because i think i consider h&m pretty fast fast fashion i mean there's stuff i think
1: it depends on what you get like i have an h&m blazer that i've had forever it's like my one black blazer i think all of that it's like it really depends on your own habits and and your own like intentions you know if you really know that you're just buying this shirt and you're only going to wear it to this one party and you're never going to wear it again then yeah don't buy the shirt borrow a shirt or, or, or rent one Right. But if you're like, no, just because this isn't the highest quality doesn't mean I'm not going to wear wear it until I can't wear it anymore. And yeah. that's great. And, and you and, know, and not everyone can afford like, right, you right. know, the the more sustainably made clothes. So, you know, buy what so you can afford, true. buy what you like, but only buy things if you're going to wear them multiple multiple times and then, you know, when it is time to get rid of them, try to do something, you know, give them a second life as a dish rag or whatever until you absolutely can't use it anymore.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I I wholeheartedly agree with that. Certainly, everyone, it it goes back to, you don't have to do everything perfect, just do it good enough. You know, everyone doesn't have to do all this perfectly, but I just want you to think critically too. Just never assume that where you're donating is actually following through with good practices. Yeah, thank you to everyone uh, for the great suggestions. There was another good one about reusing, um, I can't remember the name of those bags that are reusable Stasher, stasher bags. We have so some stasher of those bags. too. Yeah, and
1: mm-hmm. they're I like them. They're expensive, and so my suggestion would be if you want to get them, don't just like go out and buy thirty of them because you're like, well, Uh-oh. a pack of bags is thirty bags. So I better buy thirty stasher bags. No, buy like three. Get a couple of different sizes. You you know use them as much as you can. And there's still stuff that we need to use regular plastic bags for, like we use them for marinating meat. Oh, you know, a lot of times we try to use a bowl for that but we don't we can't always or we don't always and um so you know again it's just like it's all about just finding out finding what you can do don't go out and spend your retirement trying to get sustainable practice you know sustainable products but just
0: just, a little bit better every single day a little bit better yep we had a funny question from janine and she said would it be inappropriate to discuss on the podcast who is buying the candle that says that supposedly smells like gwyneth paltrow's vagina it was 75 dollars and is sold out so now it's four hundred dollars on eBay. Oh
1: my gosh!
0: According to the bartender we are talking to in Charlotte, so Janine's like, "Is this inappropriate?" I'm like, "Actually, no, because this goes into the topic of the Goop show on Netflix." Oh no! Um, but I thought that was hilarious because uh, how? Who knows how? who's buying that?
1: Who Honestly, knows? like if you, I don't, I don't care who I'm about to offend. If you spent your money on that, you messed up. <laughs>
0: you, I question your life choices. Yeah,
1: like, and it, I don't care. <laughs> What the story is behind it? I literally cannot think of a single reason that somebody should have spent money on that.
0: Mm-hmm. So for seventy five dollars. If
1: I'm calling you out for a dollar, like literally, I someone like, what are you doing with that item in your home? It's true. It's so it's very
0: true. weird. It's kind of creepy. It's kind of creepy. It's literally
1: the creepiest thing I could imagine. Mm-hmm. Like so what is this?
0: Is this insensitive for me to say that? the goop show, the first reaction, well, I guess it's not insensitive because this is just kind of how I feel about the goop products in general. That is, they aren't
1: real life? Well,
0: all I can think of is okay, so you're you're pitching all of these products to rich People and kind of catering again back to the you know the Hollywood standard, you're catering Mm -hmm. to a population that I feel is you're just I don't know, it just feels very elitist to me, and so it's
1: so elitist. I mean, that's the thing, yeah,
0: yeah. The Goop Show, I haven't watched an episode yet. I feel like I need to just to get some rage going and have something to talk about, (laughs) so I'll probably watch an episode, but um, I mean. The, the whole poster of the show is Gwyneth Paltrow standing in what looks like a vagina behind her. So it's kind of like, she's probably just joking about it. And look, I do listen to a lot of her Goop podcast episodes. I think she, does, she has some good guests on. I don't listen to all of them, but she's had great guests on. She's had mm-hmm. Brene Brown on. She's had some really interesting topics. And I don't think she's a bad person at all, but she's not... She doesn't live like we do. She's do- she's not grounded in reality like we are. Her reality is a completely different reality. Let's just, I mean, that's just a given. But as I'm looking at this show, all I'm thinking of like, great, we're just continuing to perpetuate this ideal of, that's a stupid standard and that you have to throw weird jade rocks up your hoo-ha in order to achieve better health. I mean, it's so, so silly. It's so silly. It's so silly. And these are the moments like, back. To, okay, I'm going to say a name. I'm giving you a trigger warning now. It's the same thing with Trace- Tracy Ander- Anderson, where you and I were texting about this the other day. And I'm like, it just caters to a weird demographic that's not grounded in reality. And then people follow them and it drives me nuts. It drives me up the wall and it perpetuates this standard and ideal that everyone has to look like Gwyneth or everyone has to look like Tracy Anderson that's a big problem in my eyes it's a big problem
1: yeah I mean it's all a big problem and as as you guys if you are new to our podcast you may not know that I Tracy Anderson is like I just can't with her
2: Mm -hmm. and I just can't
1: at all I can't and I don't use that lightly I don't lightly say I can't even but when it comes to this topic I can't even so I'm not I'm not going to even
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um okay so let's talk a little bit about Valentine's Day because it's coming up Mm -hmm. What are your feelings about Valentine's Day?
0: Okay, so Valentine's Day, I think it's fine. Let's just celebrate love on Valentine's Day, but Scott and I are not the type of people that have to make it the most uber romantic day in the world. What I don't love about Valentine's Day is people are – talking bad and saying, oh, it's a made up holiday. And it's just a Hallmark holiday. And that's fine. But I choose to not look at it that way. I choose to look at it is if you're not in a current partnership of some sort, then use it as a day to spread love. That's kind of where I go with it these days.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's I'm definitely not anti Valentine's Day. I and I had a feeling you weren't either. But I figured we'd just throw it out there. And it's, um, you know, it's not for a few more weeks. So don't panic if you're like, what don't panic? It's not yeah. for two more weeks. You're in the clear." But um, have you ever gotten like a truly horrible or truly fantastic Valentine's Day present?
0: Mm, I wouldn't say horrible. I think Scott's because he loves gifts, he uses this as a day to give more gifts. So the guy is already probably planning something fun. Um, I think the All-Star Game is that weekend. So we're thinking of going to Chicago that weekend, going to the dunk contest, which is like the most exciting time in Scott's year. He loves it. He's very much like... Probably planning a dinner, but nothing fancy. But he likes to do the gift giving. Like, that's his love language. So, with Scott, I've always had great gifts because it's Scott. I don't remember anything horrific. I'm trying to think of, like...
1: My sixth grade boyfriend gave me a high five for Valentine's Day. Oh, awesome. He's like, I got you something. I was like, oh, thank you. And he held up his hand. He's like, high five.
0: I mean, Valentine's Day, when you're in middle school or high like school, is like... the, the a f- huge deal. It's a huge huge deal yeah so and then if you're single and right, you're just like, like oh
1: this is so sad i don't have anyone on valentine's day yeah i know middle i feel like middle school valentine's day is like a whole other yeah just moment
0: i will say <laughs> i had a valentine's day with my best friend when i was in college and we went out to dinner together it was like a galentine's day if you will and We had dinner and I will never forget. We had a great meal and the waiter came up to us after we ate all this food and he's like, well, surely you don't have room for dessert. And I wanted to smack him.
1: And that sticks in my head. Well, surely you weren't hoping to get a tip tonight. Yeah.
0: I remember that Valentine's Day because I just remember it being like. "Dumb "Mm." thing to say. It made
1: me feel real good. Made me feel real good. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Okay. But, you know, whatever. It's a great holiday. Yeah. Just spread some love. All right. The last thing I want to talk about, because this mm-hmm. will be a little controversial, but I, I oh. want to get your take, okay. is the support animals on airplanes news that came out. So, so can you give us a little summary? Because I know you read all about it. Yeah. Tell us the difference between... So for those of you who don't know, Joy works with a service animal as a service team for her job. So... Explain a little bit about that for new listeners and explain the difference between a service animal and an emotional support animal and then what's going on here and your take.
0: The proposed rule that came out, and I don't know if it's going to be passed, is basically saying that they're going, the airlines are going to ban, this is in the United States, by the way, the airlines in the United States are going to ban all animals on planes unless they are service dogs, Or if they are psychiatric service dogs, or you can even, I mean, there's so many names you could call them, but I'm not going to get into that. They have to have some type of certification of training. Okay, so that's a huge deal for a lot of people, because I know a lot of people, um, and I actually write letters for some patients when they have to travel with an animal. So there's a lot of criteria that has to be met before I will write a letter for someone, but it does happen. And I know people will travel with their emotional support animals. It happens all the time. I see them in airports everywhere. So this could impact a lot of people, especially who have a lot of travel anxiety. So I know a couple of listeners wrote in, they're like, this is horrible news. I can't travel without my pet. And I understand that because a lot of people do follow the rules and people do bring their pet correctly and follow the airline rules and it, you know, it's fine. But there's a lot of people out there that don't, and of course, the people that don't follow the rules are going to spoil it for everyone. So the bottom line is, I think it's great because, and here's where I'm a huge stickler and it is like a soapbox issue, is because I know so much about service animal training is I know what goes into it and I know how hard I mean you're talking from the day these dogs are born they are in training and there's blood sweat and tears that go into training these animals to get them to where they are you have someone in a wheelchair or with some disability or physical disability or PTSD who is a veteran um, you cannot see on the outside you know one of the graduates that I was with he had a prosthetic leg he wore pants a the time you wouldn't know it looking at him. And so people on the outside can't always tell what potentially is quote-unquote wrong with this person and they have a service animal with them. You walk up to your to someone with a service animal and you have a pet that's not trained, but you have a fake vest on them or you you have this like emotional service dog that isn't trained to be in public. It's not trained to be around other dogs. It's in a new environment where there's all these people walking around. You don't know how your animal is going to respond. So there's been a lot of situations where my friends with who have dogs, uh, service animals that go into public with them everywhere, have been attacked. The dog you know, is hurt because someone's pet who is posing as a service animal. So all of these things people do not take into consideration. I don't think they understand the harm that it has. Not to mention businesses are so sick of people bringing their pets everywhere that they're like, no one gets a pet I remember when I had to travel home for, with JT after we were done with all of our training and by the way for people who don't know I don't take him into public places because he doesn't serve me he serves a facility so he goes to work with me because he's working in this facility so I don't take him everywhere with me because he doesn't serve me he's not my service animal he's like the building service animal to service patients and that's another whole you know bag of worms with rules but people that are working with their service animal you know could seriously be harmed by someone just just posing because they just want to bring their pet everywhere with them. I really hope this passes. I just think buildings are. Oh, that's what I was going to say. When I was traveling home with JT, I remember the airline. I remember thinking, like, oh, he's such a, tra- a well trained dog. The whole airline's just going to be like really excited because he's a CCI dog and they probably know CCI dogs because, you know, they're in San Diego. And. Some of the, like the steward staff was kind of rude to me. I remember thinking like, that's weird. Like he's a very well, like if you, a, a true service animal, the rule around service animals is the, a true service animal, you'd never know they were there. And I get that all the time. Like I'll have JT with me at work in an office or what have you. And if someone walks in and they don't see him right away, they're like, oh, I didn't know, even know a dog was here. Or I'll have him in a meeting and someone walks in late and then we'll get up to leave. And they'll be like, I didn't even know a dog was here. That's exactly what a service animal should be. They should, You should never know a dog is there. So I do get long-winded about this and I apologize, but I just want people to be educated about this. And I know it's a big issue. And a lot of people are always like, oh, I would love to bring my dog to work with me every day. I'm like, he's not my pet. I'm not bringing him to work with me out of convenience. He's a working animal. And it's kind of a pain in the ass sometimes to travel around with a dog. So it's like, it's totally different. And so if you have a pet... Who's not trained, you might want to educate yourself around the rules if you want to continue to travel with your animal and just know the rules, respect the rules, know the ADA rules for people with disabilities to travel with a service animal because I know your intention is good that you just want to have your pet with you, but realize it's a pet. And unless it has official training, it's a pet. So don't call it an ESA or don't call right, it an And if you have,
1: and if you have, A pet who you are using as an ESA, then get the ESA training.
0: But people will ask, what is ESA training? Well, that's yet to be determined. There's no Mm -hmm. solid certification right now for ESA training. And really, that's the problem is because there's not, there's like this huge gray area and nobody knows the rules. And so nobody knows what to do. So I'll be curious to see... My guess would be like they just have to have some type of certification that the dog has been well trained Mm. and gone through some type of training program. And I mean, I would recommend that for any dog owner, like train your dog and get rid of retractable leashes on the planet, because that's the worst thing. If you want a dog that will (laughs) behave, don't put them on retractable leashes. That drives me crazy. That's all I'm going to say. That's a
1: whole other topic. All right. Well, it's just
0: you can't control your dog. I know. Anyway, I okay. know. I know.
1: Um, I just wanted to bring that up because I feel like I know it's near and dear to your heart. And a lot of people who are yeah. new to the podcast don't know where you're coming from on that. Yeah. And don't know the perspective that you have on it. You know, it's For not sure. just like some random thing that you've decided to take up. It's like this no. really, it affects your life. It affects your yeah. wh-
0: your job. Well, and I see it affect my friends. And I yeah. have I have a huge community of puppy raisers that I hang out with. And people who actually use these dogs um, who are in wheelchairs or, you know, they're ch- child is in a wheelchair and they use the service animal every day. And it's like, it drives me crazy. People are just, they please educate yourself. That's all I'm going to say is like, I know you probably don't mean to do harm, but you are doing harm if you're not following these rules. So I'm always happy to answer questions. If people want to know more about it, I can give you websites. You can always go to cci.org. That stands for Canine Companions for Independence, cci.org, to just get more information about the rules and the differences between therapy dogs, service dogs. Puppies in Training and ESAs. They have all the information on that website. But dogs are great. And I love animals. And I would love to have a world where we could just live in harmony everywhere. But that's just not the case.
1: I, on the other hand, have dogs all over my office. You can bring your pets to work at my job. It's great. It's great. A lot of the time. You post a lot of pictures yeah. of your. My favorite, cute my dogs. boss's dog is named Delilah. She's fantastic. My next door cube neighbor just got a puppy named Hazel, who's like a German, really fluffy little German shepherd puppy. So cute. She's the best.
0: I have one request. Okay. You remember yesterday when we were at Edgewater and I wanted to put in a call for people, uh, for parents to send in their kids' stories?
1: <gasps> oh my gosh, can I you, have to tell this story. Okay. Get, yeah. And then i will wrap up. Okay. okay. So, yesterday. <laughs> I was Brandon was gone he was at the store and I was upstairs so we have a single level ranch home I guess that's what ranch means we live in a ranch style home and then we have a full finished basement and there's the basement is like a playroom it's a full finished basement like we have a huge house no just finished basement and Miles was downstairs playing in the playroom and I was upstairs in the living room with Evie and like 10 minutes had gone by where I hadn't heard a single sound from Miles and all the moms out there you know that if, 10 minutes has gone scary. by yeah. and your four year old has not made a sound like something's going on so I'm like, okay, well, Evie's about to go down for a nap. I'm just going to check on Miles. So I yelled down the stairs. I'm like, Miles, are you okay? He goes, yeah. I was like, what are you doing? Nothing. I was like, oh, no. They're never doing nothing. Yeah. Nothing never means nothing. So I go downstairs. Nothing is never Nothing. And right now downstairs, our au pair is living with us, which I'll give an update on next week, I guess. It's still going great. Um, and then Brandon's sister, who's still living with us, so their bedrooms are downstairs, and there's a bathroom downstairs that they use. And I walked downstairs, and Miles is like tiptoeing out of the bathroom, and he sees me, and he is covered head to toe in eyeshadow, and he had found Brandon's sister's like nine, not even probably like ten color or twelve color palette of like you know shimmer eyeshadow and had covered his entire face and arms and, like, torso in it. And he sees me, and he immediately bursts into tears because he knows that he's about to get in trouble. And so before I can even say anything, he just bursts into tears. He goes, it was an accident. And I am trying so hard not to laugh because I'm like, this is serious. He's not supposed to do this. Like, he's supposed to be in trouble. But Mm -hmm. you you just – it's so hard not to laugh. And this happened a couple weeks ago, too, where – I had been in San Francisco for work in November, and they had a Seize Candy. It's in the airport, like a little candy shop. So I bought Miles' little bag of chocolate coins. Like, why do kids love chocolate coins so much? But they so them. They yeah. love them. So I brought him home for him, and he ate a couple and then kind of like put the bag somewhere and forgot about it. And a couple of weeks ago, the bag gets found. And he's like, Mom, look, I found all these chocolate coins. I'm like, oh, cool. I forgot that you had had those. And he's like, can I have one? And It's bedtime. And I'm like, yeah, sure. You can have one. It's fine. So he eats one. We put the bag up on his shelf. He gets in bed. He goes to sleep, I thought. And I go downstairs. Like 25 minutes later, I hear Miles coming down the stairs. And I kind of peek around the corner. And he has the little bag. And it's completely empty. And I'm like. How many were in there? Oh, at least 10. (laughs) And so he's just eating like a ton of chocolate. And he goes. And he looks at me. And he starts crying. And I'm like, buddy, what happened? He goes, I there. I goes, I ate them all on accident.
0: Because <laughs> if it's on accident,
1: yeah. Because that's the thing is, we're like, accidents happen. Fault. It's fine, right? Oh sure. He did yeah. it on accident. He's like, I ate them all on accident. They're gone, and he just was sobbing because he sobbing. thought he was gonna get in trouble. And, you know, when you're four, like, that feeling of being embarrassed and that, like, dread of getting in trouble. And, oh, I'm, guys, totally. like, it's not like we, like, you know, beat Miles. Like, it's just when you're that age, you're so everything, sensitive. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Everything is a big you deal. you worry
0: about. You don't need to get in trouble. Yeah. No.
1: And he's such a sensible kid. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I was like, all right, buddy. Thank you for telling me. And let's figure this out. But he was sobbing. And he was like, it was an accident. I ate them all. And I was had tears streaming down my face because I was trying so hard not to laugh. Not to laugh. That I was crying. Yeah. Because I'm like, I was like, you know what, buddy? We've all been there. Like we've all finished the bag of chocolate and looked down and been like, it wasn't an accident. <laughs> Whoops. How did that happen? <sighs> oh my gosh. So, and especially some kids
0: get so sensitive to even if they're in trouble, if you start laughing, they get even more upset. Oh, like, he is a hundred
1: percent like that. He's like, yeah. it's not funny. I'm like, it's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah. So okay, so yeah. So that made us we got to talking. So we want to hear your... If you're a parent or you just have a toddler in your life it's yeah. a friend's kid or a niece or nephew like what is the the silliest thing that they've done recently where you like had to keep yourself from laughing
0: yeah like you couldn't show laughter because it was just maybe you had to do a discipline moment right. or something
1: or it was like sexual yeah. and you didn't want to like you didn't make it awkward on, right? or you whatever you make a big
0: deal about it yeah. like Je- our friend
1: Jess was telling us some really funny ones yeah she too, has a 10 year old oh, girl and they like so have great. just kind of started to have the sex talk and she's yeah. like in my mind I'm digging a hole and burying myself in it yeah <laughs> She's like, but my face is like completely calm. I'm like, yes, that's what that is.
0: That's what that is. Yeah, we're having this conversation and I have a neutral face right. and a neutral disposition. And yeah. I am But not- inside I'm dying. <laughs>
1: inside I am currently burying myself alive. So please tell so us <laughs> I
0: love I love these stories and I live for these stories of when parents are like my friends will tell about their kids. I have some really good friends who tell me all the time they're like, I had this moment and I just could not show that i was like la- i just please send us your stories about the time that a child in your life where you had to just keep a straight p- face but you just wanted to crack up laughing so bad you can send it to this is joy and claire at gmail.com and we'll get hopefully read them on the show because i i'm like so excited for these stories i think they're the best <laughs> It's so great. Okay. I think that we covered enough for this week. You can also send your feedback and your questions to thisisjoyandclair at gmail.com. We're, we've changed all of our social media to Claire, so you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, This Claire. If you haven't subscribed or left a review, please stop by and do that takes just a second. I'm loving the reviews you guys are uh, leaving, especially on Apple podcasts. And reminder, if you leave a review it doesn't show up right away. So just uh, keep that in mind. But I'm loving all of the reviews so far. And what you guys are writing is just so nice. So thank you for taking the time to do that. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us every week still.
1: Yeah, it's been great. And don't forget, you can always go to joyandclaire.com and stream our episodes. If for some reason, our new podcast is still not showing up in your favorite podcast app and you can just go there there's not a lot on there yet but you know just check it out Claire.com. please go support our sponsors ned that's helloned.com discount code ggw get yourself some chapstick get yourself some cbd go support these this awesome company this awesome brand that supports our podcast
0: and one last request when you tag us on stories i'm loving that you're tagging us when you're listening to our podcasts but I also would love you to tag a picture of like where you are. So you can tag us like, oh, I'm listening to Joy and Claire today. Don't tag us in like the screenshot of the episode. I want you to tag it. I have very specific needs, you guys. So just <laughs> it's all about me. I just want to see the world. T- show us where you are, even if it's like out of car window. OK, that's all. That's all I'm going to direct you to do for now. I'm going to stop being the cheer coach from cheer.
1: All right, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Here's your favorite song.
2: Stop when the clock, hits 13 You've been working, but you're flirting With the weekend, you can freak out One in a million You're a damn shine when the light grows dim Sing one, one, two, three, four Three, two, one Cause no one can do it like we do it Like we do it, like we do it Cause no one can do it like we do it Like we do it, like we do it Cause no one can do it like we do it Like we do it, like we do it